Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Right, let's talk about something that has just been, you know, we've, we've, we've often spoken about, well not often, since October the 7th, the hypocrisy of the world, the way in which we've gone from uh, being concerned about these microaggressions to not caring about macro aggressions and to believe all women to well show us proof and it's not proven and these are only allegations what on earth is going on with the way in which we are digesting this information and this media is it because it it chafes against a belief system that we might have had uh, professor Yifat Yifat Abiton is an activist and chair of Tamura the Israeli Center for Equality a very good morning to you thank you for joining us during this very very difficult time but for important conversations and con- for conversations that need to be had how are you doing well, I, I could do better. We could all do better, as you well know, Howard. Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. But the one of the the terrible things, and there have been many, many terrible things that that have occurred and continue to occur since this date, is the 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 the, the terrible abandonment or betrayal by organizations around the world, UN Women, the United Nations themselves, towards many aspects of this attack, one of them being the attack on women. Uh, let's just try and understand what the situation is before we, uh, we look at why. Uh, the events took place. I don't want to go into too many graphic details because it is a time mm-hmm. when there are children in the car on the way to school. But, but we know that there were terrible, terrible atrocities committed against women. It's unequivocal. What followed in terms of organizations around the world's reaction? So what happened was that in the, you know, in the first week, I think, after uh, getting our head above water with mm-hmm. everything that was uh, unfolding, uh, um, you know, here in Israel, uh, we we could tell very clearly that there has been a specific attention, vicious mm-hmm. attention, uh, given by by Hamas to. To the women. Israeli women, mm, mm. and we were very uh, concerned about what the indications that that started emerging, and immediately thereafter, we've we've composed, you know, a letter, a call for action to the UN and UN women um, to condemn these uh, these actions that are that were most reasonably. Um, enacted and I'm not, I'm not referring here, you know, specifically to, to the, um, to, the to rape or mm, stuff like mm. this, but rather, uh, to, to all kind of gender-based violence that could be seen by, by video and, and, you know, and footage broadcasted by Hamas itself. And it was amazing to see how, uh, the, these organizations, uh, actually ignored our our approach, which was uh, very very strange to us, given the fact that uh, many of us are um, world renowned feminists working for decades for the betterment of of the life of women throughout the world, 
and some of us were, uh, you know, took part in in commissions and in uh, um, in committees that the the international community uh, has established, and we were simply ignored. And uh, at the same time, I have to say that this letter that we sent to uh, UN Women and other mm-hmm. international organizations uh, were indeed signed by by um, women's organizations elsewhere. So we were not alone in this. Thank goodness. It's mm-hmm. not like the whole feminist community has betrayed his, its sisters. But at the same time, uh, I think it's uh, a very important to note that those who enjoy international credibility and those who enjoy international resources are the ones who simply decide to to ignore the fact that these uh harms and later on definitely with the uh with some of the evidence that were already gathered the the horrible gender-based violence that has been perpetrated against women and also by the way some men um has not been Unequivocally condemned by them. It's it's just a remarkable thing, and and I just wonder because the, the the problem is that damage is done to the whole movement. It's not just done to exactly. the the Jewish feminist movement and to Jewish women who have suffered uh, in 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 this way. Because what it does. I think is that it it makes us revisit the validity of the hashtag Me Too movement, which 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 was an important it was an important turning point where we started to to see what was going on maybe in, in Hollywood, even though we knew it, these things were being exposed, the the power differentials and how this was being used as a weapon. We started to see very, very important things. But now when you have something so overt and it is ignored. I won't say discredited because I don't think. Well, in, in fact, I can say discredited because asking for proof. And, and in, in fact, we, I had a discussion with a local South African publication who was very careful about even in, in some things that I was writing had to make sure that we used the word allegations and this, you know, how carefully it had to be written because it was not yet proven. But in fact, that same standard isn't applied and hasn't been applied uh, to other to other areas. So what it does is it discredits a lot more than just this particular event. That's right to the point of it. That's exactly what we're saying. You know, as I said before, I've been litigating. I'm a law professor, a human rights activist, a feminist. I just, you know, just recently published a book on femicide, the killing of women. Mm. You know, uh, being women and not being Jewish, Muslim, or Christian, Absolutely or whatever yeah, have you. Of course. So this is one thing, and and the other thing is that I've been litigating um, um, both uh, rape and and uh, and sexual uh, other sexual mm-hmm. violence based um, crimes in courts and. One of the main achievements, I think, of the feminist movement has been that we no longer need to live up to a standard that is not applied to other crimes, right? When you're being, uh, uh, I don't know, other people being murdered or being, uh, uh, or uh, suffering some kind of, of robbery or assault, they're not being asked. Uh, you know, show me a footage of that event in order for me to be able to, to 
to start thinking of believing you. And this is what the Me Too movement has been doing. It, it, it has been calling for the support of people and the trust in women telling these stories because they have everything to lose and nothing to gain by telling these stories. You know, even nowadays when I'm thinking of the, of the families of the victims and the survivors, the few survivors that we have, uh, uh, from, uh, from, uh, uh, sexual, uh, yeah, yeah. sex-based crimes, yeah. it is so clear that they have everything to lose. Like they lost, the, the ones that lost their, their, uh, uh, young daughters, uh, to, to these atrocities. Why would they want in any, you know, what interest would they have in, in exploring the fact that their, da- or, or revealing the fact that their daughters were also uh sexually abused so the the only thing that that motivates them is is bringing justice to their to their loved ones and this is what we've have, as feminists we've been arguing throughout the way that if if this is the standard of of proof that we need to mm, show mm. footage of, of we can you know we can just close 99% of all of rape cases the, the very nature around the world. Of it, so. and, and, and the very fight was to move it out of the, the darkness into the light because it's, it's a crime that's so often perpet, uh, perpetrated in darkness. And, and yet now we're asking, uh, we're asking for the very thing that, uh, that has been the fight. It, it, to me, it is, is absolutely Horrific, and and the concern here is, as I said, is that I think that it does damage to to the whole movement. That's why the fight is is it goes beyond it goes beyond Jewish women. It goes beyond Israel. Um, I think it goes yeah yeah, and it goes to ignorance in in the sense that you know this has been a battlefield. Absolutely. This has not been a club in which a mm. woman's body has been shot in the back of a, mm. a of a backyard, and now we're you know investigating into her death and so on and so forth. We're talking about a battlefield where uh, uh, the terrorists were still on the in the field, uh, on the ground for uh, almost a week. It was extremely hazardous and almost impossible to just, you know, wander around these crime scenes mm. and just collect evidence and then show them to the court as if we're talking again about some kind of, you know, just yeah. uh, a crime scene uh, of all sorts that we know from regular right. uh, occurrences. We're talking about a battlefield where right, where the first responders uh, had to, to, to fight for their lives while trying to, to Save those who were, uh, you know, who, who were killed, their bodies to be, to retrieve them, to, to make sure that they're not being, uh, uh, kidnapped as well and, and, uh, and so on and so forth. So the circumstance is so different that even in, you know, in regular days when we say that this is an unfair, uh, requirement in nowadays in, in this event, it is even more uh, inconceivable, and the fact is that as time passes by, we do have these uh, evidence, um, mm. evidence that show that this has been systematic, this has been premeditated, and this has been 
occurring uh, throughout the, the the scenes where the where Hamas attacked. Absolutely right. We do need to leave it there, Professor Yifat Biton. Keep fighting the important fight. It is absolutely vital to all of us uh, uh, everywhere in the world. Uh, Yifat uh, Yifat Biton is an activist, the chair of Tomorrow, the Israel Center for Equality.